Wowzer fams. Before we start the show, I just wanted to let our New York Wowzers know that there are a handful of seats left for our 2 p.m. Wow in the World pop-up party at Symphony Space on October 13th. And for those of you who have already snagged your tickets to our sold-out 11 o'clock show, we've added some ticket upgrades to have milk and cookies and a meet-and-greet with me and the pop-ups after the show. For more on any of this, visit tinkercast.com events. That's tinkercast.com events. That's it. Now let's get on with the show. sardines on there. Hmm, what else do I need? Oh, maybe a little jelly to keep it all together. It's open! Now, where did I put the sprinkles? Oh. oh, hey, Guy Raz. Hey, you. What? Mindy, what is going on here? Um. It smells like a fish market in here. Oh, I'm just about to go feed my Rex. Your Rex? Yeah, my T-Rex. T-Rex? Mindy, what are you talking about? <sighs> my T-Rex, Guy Raz, as in Tyrannosaurus Rex. Uh... Looks like somebody needs to brush up on their dinosaurs. I know what a T-Rex is, Mindy. Then why are you pretending like you don't? What? Anywho, what's going on? Oh, nothing much, really. I just wanted to... Uh see what you were up to. What I'm up to is wondering what you're doing scratching your nog so much. Cut it out before you've got nothing left. Oh, oh, sorry about that, Mindy. I don't know what's gotten into me. Ever since I started using this new hair wax last week, my head has been itching nonstop. Well, your hair does look a little more slick than usual, even if you do mess it up every five seconds with your... <sighs> Scratching, Guy Raz, you gotta stop. I can't help it. Okay, I got an idea. Um, here, why don't you just put on this awesome hat? It says cheeseburgers in paradise. Forget all about that itchy little nog of yours and come out and help me feed the big guy. Uh, feed who? Rex, my T-Rex, Guy Raz. T-Rexes have very serious appetites. Uh, sure. Let me just put this hat on. Ah, it's, it's a little uh, small for me. Mindy, is this hat made for uh, one of those stuff-a-bears? Uh-huh. Okay, I need you to hold this bag of food. <laughs> okay. I'll follow behind you with... <laughs> this one. Uh... Wait a minute, what's in this bag, Mindy? Uh, organic corn seed mix? Yep, a T-Rex's favorite meal. Wait, so if this is for your pet T-Rex, Mindy, then what's with this big old bucket of fish? Oh, yeah, that? I just got a little hungry. Come on, Guy Raz, this way! Coming! Fuck, 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 fuck. 
Whoa. Mindy, these walls must be, like, 20 feet tall. Well, yeah, they're supposed to hold in T-Rexes. Huh. Now I need you to stand back while I open the coop, okay? Um, are you sure this is a good idea? How else are we supposed to feed them? Well... Vocal identification required. <clears throat> it's raining tacos from Voice out of confirmed. the sky. Tacos confirmed. don't even know why. Please stop Just singing, open please. Your mouth uh, and close your... Oh, hey, look, it worked. Mindy, I'm not sure about this. Oh, come on, Guy Raz. It's just a T-Rex. Here, Rexy, 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 Rexy. Here, Rexy, Rexy. I got some food for you. Nom, nom, nom. Don't call for it, Mindy. Rexy is not an it. It's a he. And second of all... Who's that? Oh, that's probably him. Rexy. Who wants some corn kernels? Come on out. You're hungry. <gasps> Here he comes, Guy Raz. My big <laughs> Chicken? Uh, hey there, Rexy. Who's a good little dinosaur? You are. Yes, you are. You want some food? <laughs> you got a hungry little food. <laughs> wait, wait. This is Rexy. Where's your pet T-Rex you were talking about? Oh, well, this is him. Aren't you, buddy? Uh, Aren't you just the little teeny tiny T-Rex? Aren't you a little big T-Rex? Mindy, I hate to burst your bubble here, but that is clearly a chicken. Okay, well, maybe technically speaking, he's a chicken, but... He comes from a proud dinosaur dynasty, Guy Raz. Dinosaur dynasty? What do you mean? What I mean is that even though Rexy here might not technically be a Tyrannosaurus Rex, Rexy's great 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 grandparents very well could have been. Ah, of course. So what you're saying is that chickens like Rexy here evolved from dinosaurs like the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Exact Doritos, Guy Raz. And in the same way that we humans began to evolve from other primates millions and millions of years ago. Well, I can understand how humans are related to other primates. I mean, we kind of look similar. We have similar facial structures, similar hands, and a pretty similar sense of humor. Hey, hey, it's so great to be here tonight. Flew in this morning, and boy, are my arms tired. Ah! So, why do monkeys like bananas? Because they're so appealing. But a chicken and a T-Rex, Mindy? I can't think of two animals more different. So, what makes you think these two animals are actually related? I feel it in my bones. Huh? Or maybe I should say that Rexy here feels it in his bones. Mm, what do you mean? His great, 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 great grandpappy was a T-Rex. It's all in his bones. In Rexy's bones? Yeah, so a group of paleontologists... Which are the people who do study dinosaurs and other prehistoric life? That's right. 
a group of paleontologists from North Carolina State University were studying a 68-million-year-old leg bone of a T-Rex when they found something very special. What? Wait for it. Collagen. Collagen? You mean the stuff that's in our bones? The stuff that makes our bones slightly flexible? The very same stuff. Okay, so what's so special about collagen? Well, they were able to take this little bit of dino collagen that they found and then run it through a database where they could compare it to a whole bunch of other living animals. And? And they found... A match. The modern-day chicken. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. They discovered that the collagen found in this prehistoric dinosaur was almost exactly like the collagen found in modern-day chickens, like Rexy here. Wow. But it's not just chickens and T-Rexes that share something in common. It isn't? Nope. Scientists now think that all modern-day birds are in some way related to prehistoric dinosaurs. Huh. You know, now that I think about it, Mindy, there are a lot more similarities between birds and dinosaurs than I thought. Yeah? So what do you think? Well, for one, they both have a ferocious appetite. And for two, they're both covered in feathers. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold the phone, Guy Raz. Dinosaurs with feathers? That's right, Mindy. I thought the dinosaurs were all scaly and thick-skinned like Grandma G-Force's pet alligator Ripples. <sighs> Come on now, Ripples. Get in the tub and show Mama that belt. It's time for your polishing. I'm gonna wax you up. What? You want to wrestle? Well, there definitely were dinosaurs that were scaly, Mindy. But more and more feathered dinosaurs are being discovered every day. Really? Yeah. Over the past 20 years or so, 30 species of non-avian or non-flying dinosaurs have been found with feathers. Just like birds? Some of them, yes. But there are other dinosaurs who have very fine, very small feathers called protofeathers. Loco sweaters? Protofeathers. Huh. Scientists believe that these sorts of feathers would have looked like brightly colored fuzz that would have covered the dinosaur's entire body. <gasps> dino fuzz! Hey, why don't you have any dino fuzz, Rexy? Hmm, yeah, it's a good point. Uh, uh, my itchy head, it's driving me nuts! Oh, <gasps> You know what, Guy Raz? That just reminded me of something. What? I think I know what's got your noggin in need of a scratching. Come here. Let me see that little coconut cabeza of yours. Okay, Mindy, fine. Let me just take my glasses off here. There you go. Oh, you only have two eyes? Huh? Hmm, okay, let me just inspect here. Uh... Hmm, yes. Hmm. Yep, just as I suspected. What is it, Mindy? Well, it's this. Mindy, why were you shaking my head like that? I'm not a... Whoa, what is that? It looks like a small pile of snow. Uh, that's not snow, my friend. 
It's dandruff. Dandruff? Ah, gross. Shh, the dandruff can hear you, Guy Ross. It's not gross. It's just little pieces of dead skin in your hair. What was all that dandruff doing in my hair, Mindy? Well, it's probably got something to do with that new hair wax you've been putting through those luscious locks of yours. My hair wax? Well, it just keeps my hair neat and tidy. Yeah, but have you checked the label? It says right here, may cause radical mohawks and wicked dandruff. Mindy, where did you get a canister of my hair wax from? Oh, no, this isn't yours. This is Rexy's. You guys just use the same kind. You put hair wax on your chicken? Of course I put hair wax on my chicken, Guy Raz. How else do you think he'd be able to maintain that slick and dapper look of his? Wait a minute. Do chickens get dandruff, too? Not only do chickens get dandruff, Guy Raz, but so did their ancestors. You mean... Yep. I'm talking about dino dandruff. Okay, so I can guess how you found out that Rexy had dandruff. I'm guessing you just... Picked him up and gently shook him out, yeah. But how do you know that his ancestors had dandruff? Oh, well... (gasps) Wait a minute... Did you use the time machine to go back in time and ruffle up some dinosaurs? Hey, Roz, do I look like the type of person who would go back in time and ruffle up dinosaurs? Uh... Don't answer that. Then how'd you find out? Well, my friend, the answer lies in this. A half-chewed piece of gum, a gumdrop button, and three AAA batteries? Oh, sorry, wrong pocket. Uh, Take two. This. Whoa! What is that? This, Guy Raz, is a fossilized dinosaur feather. Oh, cool. And just so we're clear, fossilization is what happens when a living organism, like a plant or an animal, gets frozen or encased in something like tar or quicksand when it dies. Yeah, and that process protects it from the elements and stops the body from decaying or rotting. Right, so... Where did you get a fossilized dino feather from, Mindy? Oh, it came free in my box of dandruff flakes. Huh? Cereal. Really? No, not really. My friend Maria McNamara from the University of College Cork loaned it to me. Oh, huh. And where did she get it from? She got it from China. Ah. And you'll never guess what she found on this fossilized dino feather. Dandruff. Yeah, how did you know? Well, it just kind of seemed like where the story was heading. Hmm. Well, look at you with your deductive reasoning skills. Well, you're right. This fossilized feather belonged to a teeny tiny little crow-sized raptor that lived in prehistoric China 125 million years ago. Whoa, 125 million years? That's like, well, that's a really long time ago. It sure is. And you know what that means? What? That this dandruff on this fossil is, as far as we know, the 
oldest case of itchy head in existence. Whoa. But this little fleck of dino dandruff is way more than just another case of forgetting to use your shampoo. What do you mean? Well, dandruff is made up of dried up dead skin cells on your scalp. Oh, right. Of course, it's how our body sheds our skin. Yeah, and so scientists thought for the longest time that dinosaurs shed all of their skin at once. Huh, like a snake or a lizard. Right, but what this little piece of dandruff proves is that at least some dinosaurs, particularly the ones with feathers, shed their skin in teeny tiny little bits. In the form of dandruff. Exactoritos. And ever since my friend Dr. McNamara found this fossilized follicle, other researchers have found two more cases of dino dandruff. Which means it wasn't a one-off fluke. Nope. And when they compared this ancient dandruff to modern-day bird dandruff, they found that they were almost identical. Wow. Except for one thing. What was it, Mindy? Corneocyte. Corneocyte? Yep. Let me see here in my handy-dandy reference guide. Corneocyte, corneocyte, corneocyte. Ah, corneocytes are a type of fat that birds sweat out to try and cool down after flying. Yeah, and when a bird sweats that stuff out, it usually gets collected in the dandruff. But no corneocytes were found in the dino dandruff. Which means that although these dinosaurs had feathers, they probably didn't fly. Again with the deductive reasoning. That's exactly right, Guy Raz. Ha! Well, I'm glad to know I'm not alone when it comes to my uh, itchy head. And you say that if I stop using that hair wax, then the itching should stop? Well, it did work for Rexy, didn't it, buddy? Rexy? Rexy? Uh-oh. Uh-oh? What? What's going on, Mindy? Tiny T-Rex on the loose, everyone! Run for your lives! T-Rex? <laughs> well, someone should save that chicken! <laughs> wow in the world, we'll be right back. Grown-ups, this message is for you. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Kumon, proud to support WOW in the World. Parent participation is integral to the Kumon math and reading program, and families celebrate kids' academic achievements together. Parents tell Kumon they also celebrate seeing their kids develop hard-to-teach character traits like confidence, focus, and grit, all skills that can take kids from being curious learners to kids on a mission to do great things. Kumon, where smart kids get smarter. Visit kumon.com. Support also comes from Epic, a digital library that nurtures a love of reading and learning in kids 12 and under. On Epic, kids have instant, unlimited access to 25,000 high-quality books, like A Wrinkle in Time, Where the Wild Things Are, National Geographic Kids, and so much more. Use promo code WOW to try Epic free for two months at www.getepic.com. This is Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. The Emmy Awards are coming up, so this week we're listening back to interviews with some nominees and people whose shows are nominated, like Issa Rae, Jake Tapper, Brian Tyree Henry, Tim Gunn, and Stephen Colbert. So check out this week's Emmy series on Fresh Air. That's it. Back to the show. Wow. 
to record. Hi, Mindy. Hi, Guy Raz. My name is Lydia, and I'm 10 years old. Hi, my name is Grayson, and I'm 7 years old. And we're from Edina, Minnesota. Our wow in the world is that Lake Superior in Duluth, Minnesota is 1,333 feet deep. And it's the coldest lake in the world. Bye. We love your show. Say hi to Reggie. Hi, my name is Chelsea from Suwannee, Georgia, and my wow in the world is albatross birds. They can fly in the air for four months without touching the ground. Isn't that wow? Thanks. I love your show. Hello, Mindy and Guy Ross and Reggie. My name is Ren, and I'm eight years old and from Austin, Texas. And my wow in the world is if you put acetone on styrofoam, the styrofoam will literally disintegrate. I really, 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 really love your podcast. Hi, Mindy, Guy Ross, and Reggie. My name is August, and I'm nine years old, and I live in Douglas, Michigan. My wow in the world is woodpeckers' tongues wrap around their brains to act as a cushion. We love your show. Hi, my name is Chelsea from New Zealand, and my wow in the world is that in 1963, a cat named Felicity was the first feline in space. Hi, I'm Chloe from Arlington, Virginia, and my wow in the world is artificial intelligence. Isn't it cool that we can invent robots that can teach us stuff? Bye! Hi, Mindy and Guy Raz. My name is Marin, and I am 10 years old and live in Columbia, Maryland. And my wow in the world is that there can be two outcomes of a supernova, a black hole or a neutron star. Bye. I love your show. Hi, my name is Brady, and I'm four years old, and I live in Pewaukee, Wisconsin. And my wow is that mayflies live for one day. Is that isn't that a short time? Bye, I love you so. End of messages. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us this week on Wow in the World. And if you want to keep the conversation going, check out some of the questions we've posted on this episode at our website, wowintheworld.com. And grown-ups, there you can find more details on how your kids can become part of the world organization of wowzers. Lots of cool perks, exclusive t-shirts, autographed pictures of us, and a bunch of other cool stuff. WowInTheWorld.com. Our show is produced by Jed Anderson. Say hello, Jed. Yellow. With help from Thomas Van Kalken, Chelsea Urson, and Jessica Bodie. Meredith Halpern Ranzer is the big boss. Our theme song was composed and performed by The Pop Ups. You can find more of their awesome all-ages music at thepopups.com. And parents and teachers, if you want to send us an email, our address is hello at wowintheworld.com. Grown-ups, you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wow in the World. And if you want to be featured at the end of the show, call us up and tell us your Wow in the World. Our phone number is 1-888-7-WOW-WOW. That's 1-888-7-WOW-WOW. And parents, if you want to upload any photos or videos or messages to us, please visit wowintheworld.com and find a link where you can do just that. And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or however you get your podcasts, leave us a few stars and a review, and be sure to tell a friend about the show. 
Until next time, keep on wowing. Wow in the World was made by Tinkercast and sent to you by NPR. I'm Linda Holmes. There's more stuff to watch these days than you can ever get to. That's why we make Pop Culture Happy Hour. Twice a week, we give you the lowdown on what's worth your time and what's not. Find Pop Culture Happy Hour on the NPR One app or wherever you get your podcasts.